Welcome to today's edition of Recliner Reviews, and today we're talking about a 1984 film, college film, called Revenge of the Nerd. Nerds. Nerds. Nerds! What is a nerd? <laughs> I know what we're gonna do. It's time for the odd <laughs> to get even. Their action tonight demands an immediate retaliation. Revenge of the Nerds. Their time has come which wasn't a sequel to a movie called The Nerds or anything. It was just Revenge of the Nerds. Chris, you texted me about this a few weeks ago and said that you and your wife were watching Revenge of the Nerds. She's never seen it, ha, ha, ha. And I said, well, I've never seen it. And you said, you got to see it. I watched it. I have a lot of opinions. But first, I wanted to get your opinion because it was never clear to me what you actually thought of the movie. You just kind of insinuated, like, you have to watch this movie. Yeah, I mean, I wanted you to watch it because... There's a lot going on in this movie, yeah. and uh, especially in light of the political climate and uh-huh. everything going on in the world, like you gotta you gotta see this movie. To and I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did. Like, what a different time it was in the mid '80s that they came out with this movie, and like what's going on with it. Now. Especially in light of the fact that we we review these movies and we go, does it hold up? Mm-hmm. And that's why I wanted you to watch it. Just for that reason. Like, because I knew that we could have a very long conversation about how, about this movie. I, I, won't, I won't skip ahead, but. <laughs> and it was a trip, because that was my take through the whole thing, was I was appreciating the fact, I think this was on HBO Max, was what I was streaming it on. And I was appreciating the fact that it, it existed and it was still available to view despite this probably being the rapiest comedy I've ever seen in my life. This is so uncomfortable. And, I mean, there's a, literally a scene where, even though the, the, the female character ends up being, like, well, the, happy I mean, the, about the experience. Don't skip too, too much. Yeah, no spoilers. I, I'm just saying, there is, there is literal, literally a scene that would be considered rape, but it's a joke. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but I just want to take a quick note. Um, speaking of HBO Max... I was going through, because I like to watch, like, old 80s movies and, like, revisit them because I've seen them all in my childhood. And um, so I scroll through and uh, what comes up on on HBO Max, but um, the Meatballs series. You'll be cheering for Bill Murray this summer in Meatballs. Are you familiar with the Meatballs? I I know that I haven't watched it. Okay. So um, you should probably watch Meatballs. We should probably do that on here, too, because, like... It fits in um, with what we're talking about. Um, but up until recently, if you were on HBO Max and you were looking for Meatballs, the only thing that showed up was Meatballs 4. Not Meatballs 1, not Meatballs 2, well, you assume everyone's not Meatballs 3, Meatballs 4. Okay, first off, I didn't know that they made Meatballs 4. I didn't know that they made Meatballs 4. They probably didn't need to make Meatballs 2 or 3. But the fact that that's the only one available, like, just blows my mind. And, and that kind of goes to Revenge of the Nerds because they made four of them. Right, 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 right. I'm not going to watch the sequels, I don't think. But uh, I think I had only seen Revenge of the Nerds 2. I don't know. How, how many times can the nerds keep getting their revenge, really? A they, lot. A lot, can. apparently. But I feel like Revenge of the Nerds 2 is kind of like Police Academy 2, where it's like they just took them someplace else. Sure, they transferred. Uh, in, fact, in fact, I'm pretty sure that's what it, it was. Spring Break. Revenge of the Nerds Two, Nerds in Paradise. Like they went to Florida on Spring Break. 
and then did did a bunch of rapes on spring like that this is just what's so what what's where do you want to start with this because i have a few things to get into all right well first off right out of the bat like the amount of star power in this movie is ridiculous and Mm -hmm. there could have been more like they said like danny devito um uh they originally had him audition for uh the the dean that would have been funny and uh there was just there's so many other characters that like had auditioned famous famous actors that auditioned that didn't get these roles but even still out of the gate anthony edwards Mm-hmm. Um, Who's now a shooting guard for the Minnesota Timberwolves? <laughs> um, Timothy Busfield, Busfield, excuse me, Timothy Busfield. Which, out of the gate, you might not recognize that name, but you recognize that face. Um, you know, if, especially if you watch like any any movies in the '90s where he played the like stepdad, yeah, um, or uh, in West Wing. So like him in there, Ted McGinley. Okay, perfect, like, he fits that role perfectly. Um, but, like, again, star power, James Cromwell. That'll do, pig. That'll do. John Goodman, I mean. John Goodman uh, kind of thinned out and younger, uh, more, younger? Younger? Younger. Younger, younger uh, years? It sounded like a, like, a, like a hillbilly twang there. Uh, I almost didn't recognize him at first, just because he he was ca- kind of in shape and 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 not younger, but there was something about him that it, it took me like a second to recognize it was John Goodman. Yeah, uh, fun fact about it: you actually don't know his character's name. Um, he's just known as Coach. That's a good point. I uh, think I went through a lot of this movie not knowing a lot of characters' names. Yeah, I mean, you don't need to know their names, right. really. I mean, other than some of the nerds, just because it's comical. But like, so here's one of the first points I wanted to talk about with this movie is. The nerds. I expected this to be, and some of the characters are, a bunch of Poindexter academic type nerds trying to get their revenge on jocks. And there are a couple of those, but it was just an entire group of outcasts. Yeah. You had the immigrant kids, you had a, a gay kid, which they really, they really talked up the making jokes about him just being gay. Uh-huh. Uh, it was it was an entire group of kids that just didn't fit in. Larry B. Scott, by the way. Yeah. You, you know, Larry B. Scott sweep the leg. Right, right, Karate Kid. Right. So, he, in fact, Karate Kid was a response to this because he was worried about being typecast as a gay character. And so he took, like, if you look through his IMDb page, like, he went on a stretch where he just did, like, fighting movies and, like, like super masculine, like, to overcompensate because he was worried about... That's wild. ...knowing, like, people being like, you're gay. That's Because of his character. Well, they, they, he... They made him very, very flamboyant in this in this movie. But yeah, it's just a group of outcasts. Um, again, against the the jocks. So I guess that part of it made sense. Um, but what what main uh, things do you want to get to first before we jump into the big picture things? Uh, let me see. Just uh, let's see. Just a couple more things here. Uh, Booger. Uh, the role of Booger was originally offered to Bronson Pinchot. Uh, Bronson Pinchot, of course, being uh, uh, Balky Bartakamus from Perfect Strangers, shot okay. in Chicago. Um, but um, funny enough, they said, like, because in the, in the movie, obviously, Booger picks his nose and whatever. Um, Bronson Pinchot said, you can fucking forget it. I'm not picking my nose on camera for anyone. The lady does protest too much, methinks. 
That's a quote from Bronson Pinchot. That's the one. That's the thing that he was worried about being associated uh-huh. with the movie. Not anything else. Just picking his nose on camera. Everyone has their own lines. You got to cross them <laughs> from time to time to know what they are. Uh, and then the only other thing is to note that in addition to the four movies, the sequels, there was a TV show in 2013. King of the Nerds. The competition begins Thursday, January 17th at 10 on TBS. Uh, call, I don't know what it was, Reven- not Revenge of the Nerds, but it was like something with the nerds. And it was basically like, how much of a nerd are you? Let's talk about, um, like, how much of a nerd a game show? Are. It was a game show, yeah. It's like, how, are you smarter than a fifth grader? <laughs> kind of. Uh... Speaking of star power, I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this. The robot from Rocky IV. I'm glad to see that he had another movie. <laughs> I mean, he was, it was on hard times before uh, getting this, this next role, but, you know. So, even in light of... I mean, throw out the kind of rapey things um, that we vaguely alluded to um, and a lot of the uncomfortableness of this movie. A big takeaway that I had after watching this was I didn't I didn't laugh at all I didn't think it was funny well okay so I'll say this much there are some lines that you view now and they're totally not funny Um, but like there was a time when they were funny Um, like in particular I can honestly say that the um, the whole thing uh, with uh, the Japanese uh, Takashi I believe is his name. Yeah. Uh, the Japanese exchange student is like the English jokes where he goes sure. like, Oh, I think I have a thrush. What the fuck is a thrush? A thrush. Oh, well, see, I got two sevens and two sevens beats a thrush. Oh, oh thank you. Some low hanging fruit. Uh, very low hanging fruit. Or like lobster <laughs> cross. Yeah, it reminded me of the joke in the Christmas story when they're, they're sitting out to dinner at the Chinese restaurant and the waiters go up. And especially even, like, even before Me Too, like, is the early part of, like, the 2010s, like, those jokes were acceptable. Like, yeah. The Inks South Park made a bunch of know? those. Welcome to Shittywalk. Can I take all the praise? It's problematic because of bullying, sexual assault, racism, revenge porn. I, I mean, like, yeah, oh God, everything yeah. going on in this movie is, like, it's one right after another, right after another right after another of problems the whole movie is problematic even it's way less problematic than than the things you mentioned but the the funniest scene to me was the little short dude with the two sets of boobs next to his head and he's talking back and like that was the funniest moment to me but even then it's like this is the lowest hanging fruit and it's a joke about just the woman's anatomy yeah, uh, I don't want to sound like too much of a cock for going through this movie and saying like, problem, this is the problem, this is the problem, this is the problem, this is the problem, but this movie is just a trip, and that's why I actually appreciated that it was still on HBO, and that it was still available to be viewed, and someone like you or anybody that grew up watching movies in the 80s was like, you have to watch this movie, this movie, and they've, it kind of like just sticks around because people liked it at the time, because I cannot believe this was ever, ever made. I mean, there, there, there are some really crazy things in actual good movies that you look back like Animal House the fact that there's a scene where the dude sleeps with like a 15 year old girl and he's like oh she's like at the end she's like oh I'm actually 15 and that's comedy yeah. that is a statutory rape it's like oh my god like wow that's just one scene in one movie that is a good hilarious one of all time great comedies this is a movie that's 72 scenes 
of those kinds of things, of that statutory rape sort of thing from Animal House, one after another, after another, after another. And I, th I thought the movie kind of sucked. I hated, hated, hated this movie. You know why it's like 72 scenes of like, just probably they, they just trying to push the envelope? It's because, no, it's because there really wasn't a plot to this movie. There is, and there's so, no plot. There's absolutely and, no plot. So, to the point where basically they just let the actors ad lib. And so a lot of this stuff is ad lib. And so, like, it doesn't it. shock me that, like, in the 80s, you've got a bunch of, like, racist people or whatever, like, people just making, like, racist jokes or dropping stuff like that and being like, ah, oh, that's funny. Like, that doesn't shock me. Um, yeah. But um, let's talk about some of the actual scenes in the movie because, like, that's can narrow, that can narrow down where it's sure. problematic, sure. right? Um, so, like, first off, the bullying element of it but like the so the football team burns down their house because they have a, a party where a dude's you know blowing grain alcohol through a flame and Which sets who, the who among us hasn't oh, of course not right and then they're sitting outside of their house chanting our house our house our house is burning down which is kind of funny if you that think was about kind it of because funny, they're yeah. like they're idiots yeah. but uh and it's like, okay, well, what are we going to do for these kids for housing? Let's put them in the freshman dorm. Okay. So they kick all these freshmen out and they put them in the, the basketball gym where they have to live like... Looks like a refugee camp. Yeah, like one of Biden's refugee <laughs> camps. Uh, excuse me. Uh, one of Trump's... Sorry, one of Biden's, one of Trump's, one of Obama's refugee camps. Yes. And we just kind of go down the line until we get to Herbert Hoover. Um, but... Uh, and so, like, they, they now take over the freshman dorm, and that's where they live now. And then you've got the, like, hazing for the fraternity element of it, where they, like, bring the nerds in just to, like, make fun of them. Um, like, throw water on them and tease them and whatever. Uh, tar and feather them, which I yeah. would have thought that when you got to the 80s, tarring and feathering was long since gone. But well, to me, as someone born in the 90s... It's all the same. So 1770, 1984, like it, it all just kind of is the same. So I wasn't surprised. It. Worse, I yeah. thought you did that in your childhood. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, just just for fun. Um, and then you like, then you jump ahead and, and there's the panty raid scene. Like, let's get revenge on these women who were not nice to us by going and stealing their underwear. So we get your first your first uh, glimpse of nudity in the movie. Um, which then you've got uh, you've got Lamar. And uh, the, the young kid up in the attic drilling holes for cameras, which, like, first off, with a drill silencer. A drill silencer, which is not a thing. Isn't this going to make a lot of noise? It's got a built-in silencer. Um, why, would it, why would you even need a drill silencer, like, of all things, For right? this particular scenario right Exactly, here. for this one. And then, like, oh, but don't worry, the, the, the women aren't going to notice a giant hole bore into their ceiling with a camera sticking out of it. And, like, clearly that's the case because they watch these feeds with these nude women for hours at a time. Uh, it's, just, it's just kind of like, how... how uh, I mean, now we're getting into movie logic, which I know is a... That's Especially a, with this, so yet I don't want to think about logic too much. Um, but, like, it, it's just out of, it's out of control. And, like, this movie is nothing but tropes. 
The yes. tropes of the like hot girl, the tropes of the nerd, the tropes of the jock, the tropes of the uh, inept administration who's unable to like Wait, control their students. That's in every single college movie too. The administration's exactly the same. Back to school, which we've done already, Animal House, which we'll do in the future. This like the the, the administration is evil, either evil, inept, or both. And it's the same. Yeah, this this thing's all tropes. But I expected it to be. You'd be super sympathetic with the the nerds. It's such an easy setup to be sympathetic with the nerds, getting their revenge against the cool kids. Like that is such an easy thing to set up and and, and win. But I'm left thinking the the nerds are kind of. I think they should be expelled. <laughs> like they're they're stealing underwear. Some, like some of the things that they did was like putting uh, icy hot in the jocks. Yeah, like, like that's they're, they're, that's an assault. Right. Yeah. Sure. Like the situation's bad. You have to live in a refugee camp. But that's these kids are doing some like illegal things. Um, there's also the scene where the the jocks have the the nerd sign burning out front, like just the reference to the clan, yeah. which I thought was kind of funny. But like at the same time, it was another another thing that was a little ra- like a ra- racial joke. Um, Especially when you consider that the fraternity is technically, which I guess the jocks don't really know about, but like the fraternity is a black fraternity. It's a yeah. national black fraternity. Yeah, but it's just another. It's, there's so much low hanging for yeah it's unbelievable um, just as a note about the fraternity element of it um, so when I went away to college um, and uh, was living in my freshman dorm um, and the, you could go and rush fraternities and things like that um, there was a house not too far from actually the freshman dorm that had a lambda 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 sign outside of it and like everyone's like oh it's just these guys trying to be funny they're trying to be like revenge of the nerds like it's not an actual fraternity. It's just is what it is. Um, but then, funny enough, apparently in 2006 they made this. They made Lambda 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 an actual fraternity. So it's an actual fraternity now because of this. Uh, well, I mean, from just, this, yeah. Wow, for sure. that's kind of funny. It's like the Albuquerque isotopes. Yeah, it's like it's it's so meta that you like you've run the circle on on the meta. Yeah, and this is just. It's it, this Revenge of the Nerds is. You didn't break the news to me that the movie existed. Uh, it's obviously in the lexicon. It's like everyone knows of the movie, so I expected something else. Given that there's so many college movies that exist, yeah, Animal House, Back to School, um, some of the American Pie movies that take place in college, uh, Euro Trip, all these like drinking college high school sort of movies. They have very similar themes old school i expected it to be a a hilarious romp and because there's so many movies like this i couldn't believe that this was one of the worst ones i mean it's it's out of control we still haven't even gotten to i mean you alluded to it but like well this is the the rape the rape scene this is the 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 biggest takeaway from me i could not believe oh wait wait i'm sorry before the rape scene we have the revenge porn scene Sure. Which is the nerds with their cameras had taken uh, image of uh, the I forget whatever her name is the head cheerleaders uh, topless put it and in a pie. put it underneath the pie of whipped cream and then they were selling it as to earn money for the you know whatever contest that they were in um, which like it never it never gets back to her like she never hears no. like oh hey by the way. Uh, your breasts are uh, now everybody has seen your breasts because now it's under these and also it's easy to hate the main jock dudes I don't even know their names the blonde dude all those guys it's easy to hate them that girl didn't really do anything to warrant 
her being a villain. Well, she kind of did. I mean, with where she like kind of led the uh, sorority girls to go and sing the song and like tease the lambdas into helping, like whatever. So it's like kind of like it, it, like it was a total dick move. That's like that's the equivalent of. Like going on Match or whatever, Bumble or whatever the dating. I don't. You, you're gonna have to tell me because I don't know what any of these fucking Bumble, dating apps Hinge, are. Yes, Tinder, whatever they. Grinder. Yes, Grinder. Yes, I know that. I know that Grinder. There is not. Anyways, it's like going on there and being like, "Oh, Joe, you're so handsome. Hey, I'd love to go out with you and go out sometime and whatever." And then you're like, "Yeah, okay, let's do it. Let's go and meet at, you know." pick a place and then like you go and like the girl is outside and just like watching you sitting there all alone like sure. wondering what the hell is going on and like laughing at I, you I guess and, it's like, then with it's, all of her friends it's you know? a disproportionate response because we know what revenge porn is in 2021 sure. where it's like holy shit you just turn up the temperature it's like if that if i got stood up or that on a date and then i went and sent out nude photos of the girl all over the internet that is not a proportional response. No, I mean, look, the nerds went that nuclear. That is insane. The, the nerds went nuclear. That's I mean, a crime. Like, That's like... Yes, what? absolutely. They were like, oh, you, you treat us badly. Like, we are going to go scorched earth on you. That's yeah. literally what the nerds do. In, in every one of their responses, it's let's go scorched earth. Well, then, so the revenge porn scene leads in. So they're, they're selling the pies and the, the, the jocks are in the kissing booth and everything. The, 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 do we know the, the, the nerds character, the one that walks walks in we're uh, talking about the names even yeah i don't remember it's uh i don't remember the name but it's not anthony edwards character it's the other one right so he follows the, the chick into the fun house and starts dressed as uh what what stan gable who is the head who's the yeah. quarterback dressed so as him in his costume he's disguised as him and he starts performing oral sex on her she thinks it's, it's stan and that goes on for a while and then he reveals himself to be the nerd and i'm thinking right now i'm like cringing in my chair i'm like oh god she's gonna scream and slap him and run away and she goes oh that was i don't know where she says like oh that was great like you're that nerd are all nerds as good as you yeah i'm like what the fuck like she he just raped you yeah and and her response is are all nerds as good yeah as you (laughs) like like they're like a culture like like Okay, like, oh, oh, I gotta tell all my girlfriends, like, go get raped by a nerd because nerds are good in bed. I could not, I, I was stunned by the, the scene when it started, because it's girl getting raped, like clockwork orange, but with a, a humorous tone. And then I was even more stunned when it ended, and she was like, uh, nerds, bleh. like. And she did it anyway, like, the actor saw the scene. Knew that it was problematic. Yeah. In fact, if you go back, like, she's gone on record in interviews being like, I knew this was problematic, and she still did it anyways, which it's speaks funny, to she the did that, and like, then the other dude wouldn't do, pick his nose. Yeah, and poor Bronson Pinchot. Yeah. So, I mean, I think by now you can see how I, uh, what I think of the, the movie. Do you have anything else you want to add before No, I mean, I, I think we've touched everything that we need to about this movie. I never, I don't, so I, I want to clarify, I never think, like, a piece of art should be thrown away and burned, like, thrown away green eggs and ham right now, or, or people want to cancel Blazing Saddles or Huck Finn or whatever. I think this movie should exist on HBO Max forever, so people can see just how crazy it is that all this was accepted and whatever. Uh, but I think this movie fucking blows. Not just, not just the stuff that doesn't hold up. I was, I, I had a hard time processing the fact that any of this existed. 
I mean, now for me, like I understand why it existed, and uh, you know, had seen it numerous times uh, throughout my life. Because again, like the age discrepancy there, so like I get it. But like I come back to like this does not hold up. This in is a any hard way, no. shape, or form. Like no. this is a hard no. Yeah, if it was remade, it would be a hundred percent different. It would have to be. Now we're gonna guess the IMDb score for the movie. So I I mixed on this because I think it should be like a five four. That's not my score, uh, but I, I'm guessing it's higher than it should be because of the fact that people in the '80s really liked it. So I'm gonna go six nine sex. <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say like I'm I'm also of two minds on this. Like I have a feeling that throughout the years the score is gonna start to dip because people are gonna start ranking it lower. Uh, because of all of the problems that are in it. But I think there's a nostalgia factor for a lot yeah, of people. And they're like, oh, I love that movie growing up. Oh, I'm going to give it a 6.6. 6.7. Oh! We're going prices, right, rules? I don't know. Are we? Well, that, well, I, well you're, well, you, clo- you're close. I right? was lower. I was underneath it. Yes, yeah, so you, you get so it. I win. You win, yeah. Yeah, I win. Awesome. <laughs>